Hi everybody, this is Will and Eric, and welcome to Becoming a Task Ruler, the show about what it takes to become successful entrepreneurs for people with very little money, no experience, or friends in high places. Learn from our mistakes, benefit from our success, and walk away with a better chance of making your own dreams come true. Uh, so for those of you who are following us, um, we are going to talk about the struggles of starting a business. Um, and, you know, before we dive in, why don't we just talk a little bit about Task Ruler? And- yeah, our updates. Yeah. So what do you want to say? So, I mean, where the, the I'm just excited. <laughs> um, so we're getting closer and closer to um solidifying everything we've created a good wireframe um with how we want things to work we've enhanced the crm a little bit a little bit i mean there's there's a lot in it now um the next thing we're going to move to is scheduling yeah and actually can i share my screen in here all right, we're we're still learning how to go live on Facebook, uh, first time users, but um, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. There's got to <laughs> be a share screen tool around here because we'd love to show you some of the app. Actually, maybe you can do an episode on that where we just poke around the app and and show what's uh, how things are working on the back end. That sounds like the next episode. Yeah. Hold yeah. up. Yeah. All right. Let's put a pen in that. We'll, we'll definitely give you guys a demo next week on the app. Uh, but just know that we are working on some new updates to task ruler that we're going to be, we're going to be launching this summer. So we're excited to be doing that. And I think um, we're still keeping it the same price too. Same price. Yeah. So we have it marked as $30 and that was a struggle for us for a really long time because when we first came out with our, minimal viable product we weren't too proud of it um we were actually worried like oh this seems like a lot of money yeah. for something that doesn't you know do everything um but we've read several times you know audiobooks and just regular books that if you don't cringe at the first one you're not doing it right or you're waiting yeah, you're waiting too long our you first know? version was definitely cringeworthy. Oh. That's for sure. <laughs> and actually the one before our first version was even worse. Whoa, that was even oh, that was the one that we we bought from like just as a template, right? Was that it? Yeah. So oh. the idea was to launch a website that would allow folks to find other professionals and connect with them uh, and avail their services. And our app, our website was to be um, this aggregator of different professionals. And no matter where you are in the US or the world, you could find a professional near you for the services that you're looking for. And we ended up finding a really um, convenient template on, uh, what was it, themeforest.com. Yeah. And we purchased it for, I think, $60. And we thought it was like the the best thing in the world at first, because it seemed to solve all our problems and we didn't have to do any customizations. But as we were building it and really working with it, it just kept throwing screwballs after screwballs in our way. And we had to fix things and work around things. And the support wasn't really good. 
So we had to figure a lot of that out ourselves. So the technology was a huge struggle for us to implement. Um, and, and that's coming from us who know technology. Like I'm a designer, I build websites. Will's a developer, he fixes computers, uh, he's in IT. So we know that world and we're familiar with everything. And we were able to push through some of those pain points. Yeah. But it was really hard. It was, you know, the painful part of it was the fact that it came in as a package and we were still too young or too wet behind the ears. Does that even make sense? Where did that even come from? Um, I think it's because when you're new at something, you're, you're born into it. And if you're born, you're still wet behind the ears like i, I don't know that's, that's, <laughs> we're gonna go with that we're gonna go with that that's what i think of anyway. <laughs> it's just oh that sounds gross uh anyway um yeah so the thing was is that we although we still had those strengths we were still we were entering into new territory and as we got comfortable we realized well we can manipulate the code and do whatever we want and own our own shit. But when we, our first rendition, we were afraid to touch anything. We wanted to give it into the hands of the, the developer that we were working with. And, oh no, not even that. Like we, we were just given that and, oh. <laughs> so there was a lot of, oh, it hurts so uh, bad. Yeah, we ran into a lot of walls trying to implement that tool. And it turns out that although it solved a lot of problems, it created way more. Uh, and we ended up abandoning that and adopting a build-it-yourself model instead. But we didn't have any money. So how do you build a business with no money? Um, you kind of just, you know, find ways to get things done without having to spend any money. And you do that by looking for things on Google. You look for open source resources. You try to find really cheap or inexpensive applications that you can take advantage of. And there were some of that around. Uh, I had a design skills to put it together. And uh, we used a lot of that. Uh, I created a lot of things from scratch. Uh, yeah. But then we, we, had, we, we still couldn't do everything. We needed a developer. So, of course, not having a ton of money, we found somebody who was willing to work on it for, I think it was, what, $15 an hour? <laughs> yeah. Um, and the total cost came to around $2,000, which is nothing if you consider what we were trying to build. If you go to taskruler.com and you sign up for a free trial, you'll see what we have now. And that's what we were trying to build then with $2,000. And, um, you know, that's not even enough money to build a website, like a regular website. Well, and, you know, the funny thing is not many people know about just the website. Um, was it the Wayback Machine? Um, it's I don't I don't think I don't know if it's a play on Mr. Peabody and Sherman. But they had a, that cartoon had a way back machine where you can go back in time and talk to people of importance. Uh, there's actually a website for that that you can go to. I think it's called the Wayback Machine, mm -hmm. where you can honestly see what it looked like, you know, as it went further. Yeah. So if you want to do that, take a look at our website and see how it's evolved over time. Um, it's it's gotten a lot better. 
it still has quite a ways to go. Um, by the way, if you're looking for that site, it's called archive.org now, which will forward you to the Wayback Machine. Archive.org? Yeah. Okay. Um, but it's the same site. Yeah. N nothing's really changed on that website. Yeah. But you can definitely check it out um, to see how we've iterated over time. But it just goes to show that in the beginning, your product is going to look really bad. It's going to work um, even worse. Uh, yeah. But you know, don't give up on it. Things will always start off at their worst in the beginning. And as time goes on, if you're doing your job right, you're improving little by little as much as you can. Like, of course, in, in a perfect world, we would love to have like $3 million to put down on the first iteration. But uh, if you're if you're like us, you're a, a, just a regular entrepreneur just trying to get started and you don't have the capital or the, the backing, um to have your first version be 10 times better than whatever else is out there then you kind of have to do the best you can with what you got and that's what we did um and that was what three years ago now almost four almost four years ago and since then we've released a couple of new versions that just completely blew the older one out of the water um, our latest version now of task ruler is so much better that we're actually going to stick with this version for a the, really long time yeah for the foreseeable future because yeah. that's that i feel like is our new um you know poster child of applications for task ruler. yeah so to to give you guys more of an idea like again let's talk about it it's an administrative tool i'm not going to say erp that even to us makes no sense, um, but it's an administrative tool that businesses can use for invoicing, scheduling, um, even profit loss. And we also set up um, a way for you guys to have your own landing page where it's basically you just put in your information, add some pictures and you get this pretty awesome looking uh, landing page. And if you, are, if you like our task ruler page, you can look at our history and, and see what we have done as well. Um, we'll repost it after we're done with this podcast. Um, but it, it, with that being said, we started with just those things as well. Well, not even the landing page. That was something relatively new as we went along. Um, even though we had that idea from the beginning, because our thought was, you know, if you're wanting to start a business or if you're a mom and pop and one of the things that is something you don't want to deal with is building a website because they all know like it costs a serious amount of money um this can help you get that done where it's very professional you can type in whatever you want you can say basically whatever you want um and you have this landing page working for you and so we're now selling it for uh $30 a month uh, with a seven-day trial mm -hmm. and you get access to all of that right away uh and we're very excited to to offer that and as we're getting done we're getting closer and closer uh with being done with the wireframe and we can finally start implementing it and getting this working. And so we'll be excited to show you guys that process and yeah. what things will look like. All right. So let's let's uh, let's talk a little bit more about the struggles of getting to where we got 
right now. We talked a little bit about the struggle of setting up the application, and we can do like a whole episode on that because that that was a big struggle in and of itself. But there were other struggles we encountered along the way. Uh, what would you say is your favorite, Will? Oh, my favorite struggle. Um, <laughs> it was <laughs> or maybe least favorite, whatever. No, no, no. I like the favorite <laughs> struggle because it was the one that pissed me off the most. And so it was when um, we went with that agency to get the Stripe integration working. Now, we're going to not disclose that information. Obviously, we don't want to um, slander or make or make bad of their business because they, they did do a good job on other things. This was just the ball that they dropped. Um, but the what, what bothered me was that we gave them a task to make this happen for us. And then they said, oh yeah, absolutely. We can do this for you. Yeah. And we thought it was going to be him, that the guy that we were he talking to. He made it sound to, like it was gonna be him doing it. Oh, that was a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah. And then um, he got all the other little things done quick, which we were very happy with. But when we handed him this, I just had this worry. And during that process, and this is why it's my favorite one, because it made me realize that our product was in his hands, you know, like mm -hmm. he could do anything he wants with it. It is in his, well, now we yeah. just gave him a gender. Um, it is in his company's hands in their, um, in their, what do you call it? Repository, all of that they had. Yeah. And that night when that revelation came to me, I legitimately spent what Eric, like hours creating accounts for our stuff and getting it back okay yeah so you know th this goes out to anybody out there who is hiring somebody else to do the work for you make sure that when they're setting up various accounts because they're going to have to set up an account for uh, i don't know your emails or an account for uh, the administration tool or you know whatever the accounts are necessary to create the app Make sure they create it in your name and not their name because you don't want them to own your stuff because um, they'll, they'll go right ahead and start creating these accounts, uh, but they won't tell you that they're doing it under X, Y, and Z agency. So, you know, going forward, if you were to go like your separate ways, um, they have your information, your accounts, and you know, you'd have to get it from them and hopefully they'll give it to you easily, but they, they pretty much own all your accounts. Yeah, it ends up being a struggle to try to get that back. And so what I did that night was um, created our own accounts. And since we had access to their accounts, because we knew more than the average person. And so that's why we had access to some of their things. Well, actually to all of it. Um, but we turned around and we created our own and then told them that they had to then, um, we had to invite them to our stuff. And it was easier that way because once I realized that they really screwed up on the Stripe integration, I was able to kick them to the curb. Now, the funny thing was, is that you wanted to kick them to the curb faster than I did, or was it vice versa? No, no, it was me. Like I was fed up with them first <laughs> and I was done. I was already looking for a way out at that point. 
I was frustrated with the communication and having to reiterate the same request over and over yeah. and having to wait three, four days for something that should have taken five minutes and just wasting a lot of money and them not doing the work that we asked them to do in the way we asked them to do. So it, it was very frustrating to work with them. Yeah. And I think that the reason why I wanted to stay just for a little longer was because the Stripe, the Stripe integration was the hardest thing that we had to deal with at the time. And yeah. they promised us that they can get it. And this is why I snapped because I saw that they like looking at the code and everything that they were doing it incorrectly. Because when it comes to Stripe, it, we're handling a lot of people's uh, personal information, you know, their bank accounts and all this other stuff. And how it works is once you integrate Stripe with an application, it's supposed to encrypt that information. And so I knew that going in. And so when I looked at the code and what they were doing, I realized that they were putting it in there in plain text. Like I was able to make out my own bank account yeah. and that frustrated me. So I called and I asked, I'm like, hey, are you guys doing this correctly? Yeah, absolutely. This is- Yeah, they, they lied to our oh, faces. Oh, right to our faces. And <laughs> it was like, it, it made, Thank, maybe yeah. I shouldn't say this, but it really made me want to punch it. Thank God we <laughs> knew what we were doing because we could see what they were doing and it was wrong. It wasn't at all what we asked for. Like right. on the front end, it may have looked like that, but on right. the back end, it was not at all what we wanted. So we were able to like call them out on that. Right. But any other regular person wouldn't even know. And because of my knowledge with uh, SQL, and being able to go in, you know, through a Linux server, I was able to look at their code in the raw format. And that's when I saw my bank account just sitting there. <laughs> and so he was like, oh, no, they're doing it um, as they should. They're following the guidelines. And then I called them out on it. And what sucked is that we paid them already because we saw it working we're like yeah this we is pay good. them in advance in advance yep. and that's that's one of our struggles is that yeah. you don't do that yeah don't do that guys yeah don't do that <laughs> um because it took us a very long time to get our money back we only got half of it back i think right no we got it all back we got it all back yeah okay, but we yeah. got it we got it in um increments yeah, yeah we got it back in increments you yeah, know yeah and um, that, yeah that was a lot of struggle to get that money back too but. oh i mean you were a hound on that you know <laughs> i didn't I'm, give up no no and i'm like did they give us back our money no they didn't like, oh, okay well <laughs> okay um, i didn't let it go that's for sure no but that whole process made us realize that we need to be even more involved than we were before yeah because we were trusting them to get it done and we were screwed over so many times that we had to bring our knowledge in even more to see if the people are doing what we're asking them so now it's to the point where if i'm asking somebody to do something or if i'm hiring a developer to do something i turn around and get the knowledge, like basic knowledge of what it's supposed to look like before handing it to them. And then for you, from a design aspect, that's why we're wireframing so that yeah. they don't spend time 
trying to figure this out. So that whole process, I honestly believe, made us a lot better as far as our security went too. Yeah. Um, so that was my favorite one. Um, huh. What was yours? Uh, okay, so that was a good one. Um, <laughs> you know, working with people is always tough. Working with people you don't know is going to be a lot tougher. Yeah. So that was definitely a good one. Um, you know, speaking of working with people, my favorite was and is still is an ongoing struggle is working with developers. <laughs> wait, wait, is it is it the one that I'm thinking about in particular? Yeah, all of them. Oh. All of them. <laughs> I'm a designer, and I don't know if you guys know this, but developers and de- designers have always been at war. Um, not not totally at war, but just not seeing eye to eye on things and it, the Hatfields and McCoys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the bloods and the crooks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> However you want to look at it, it's it's, it's kind of like that. But the problem I have when it comes to working with developers, and you said this yourself, is they have this god complex mentality, and the one we're working with can be very arrogant, um, and you know the communication is always a struggle. Um, so the part for me that I I continue to struggle with is just having to make sure the developer has everything he needs to do what he needs to do. And to get that done, um, I have to go above and beyond and create like tutorials and guidelines and everything has to be like perfectly (laughs) with a bow on top and everything has to be like presented perfectly to them or else they they just won't do it the way you want them to do how i look at it is like you assume that everyone knows what a pool should be doing okay they should be holding bodies of water for people to play in in their backyard or you know the beach whatever the case is so i tell you okay build a pool and you build it but there's no water like okay please add the water. So you add the water and now the water is not moving. It's just still, okay, please make sure that there's waves in this water. This is what you have to do to developers. And it makes me want to wring their neck. You assume as a person, okay, I'm building a pool. It's going to need water. You might want to add a beach ball, maybe some people, you know, like you would think that you would have this train of thought, this process going as you're building this, but with developers, no, you literally have to walk them through every little detail. Like imagine, like, cause you, when you hire a professional, you rely on that professional's experience and expertise right. to play a big role in, you know, them doing most of the work themselves. When I hire a professional, I expect that professional to be engaging, uh, proactive and try to figure me out, not have me output all the information he needs, he or she needs, right? So right. say, for example, I hired somebody to um, build me a car. Uh, I say I want uh, a car and it's got to be sporty and it's got to be um all electric. I mean, those are the parameters that you have to work with. As a professional who builds cars for a living, you should be like, okay, well, you want a car and you want it to be electric and you want it to be sporty. Does it need to have four seats? 
or six seats? Oh, okay, six seats. All right, does it need to have alloy wheels? Yes, alloy wheels, great. Like the, the person building the item for me should try to figure me out and not just take the request on face value, disappear for a year and then come back with a car and have me <laughs> point out everything about that car I don't like so that he can go back and fix it. It should be collaborative. Right. And um, the, that's the problem that I ultimately have is that people like to work in a silo, you know, like work in there on their own and think that everything that they're doing is the right way to do it and not collaborating with anyone else. And so it gets very hard to deal with that kind of mentality, you know? Like I used to work with a developer at one of my previous companies. And the problem is, is that they gave him too much power. And so he designed this application in such a way where it made sense to him, but none of us and our clients. I had to come up with the, um, the how-tos, the tutorials, the, the, um, the help desk emails and stuff like that. And everyone was in an uproar. And it was just because of my level of customer service that all those people stayed. And when I would go and relay the information to him, okay, this is what we need to do. Then he'll be like, no, we're not doing that. Why? Because that doesn't make sense. It's working as design. Like, okay, but you're here for the people. You know, you're building a application that other people can use, not just you. So we can't conform to how you're building it. You need to conform to how we want you to build it and how the people want us to build it. Yeah. You know, that's the thing that bothers me. It's like they, it, it, takes a lot to get through to them developers are not user experience designers that's for sure but we do like them <laughs> we do like them like they do get some things done you yeah, know you just yeah. have to you know kind of push them along yeah um, in the right direction or else they start straying on their own so yeah so that's one of my biggest struggles is just working with developers um project management hiring right. training collaborating like those things are always ongoing struggles and it's it's something i feel like you're just going to have to deal with it comes with the territory mm -hmm. unfortunately if you want to build something you're going to have to work with a lot of egos and personalities and um try to get things done as efficiently as possible without having to um burning bridges along the way yeah well i mean i'm glad you said that because that also means you have to learn how to let people go you know, like we've we've let people go um, during our time doing this. We let, you know, we had a few people working with us and it didn't work out. And, you know, some bowed out, but some we had to let go. A like a few developers were like, yeah, no, go pound sand. We're done with you. Um, but we realized that we needed to have a backbone in order to make this happen. You know, like, yeah, part of us felt bad that we had to let them go. But at the same time, it's like, okay, if we don't let them go, then what's going to happen? You know, yeah. it's just going to make everything worse. And it's just hard to make that decision. But this is also your baby, you know, like you don't, you don't want anyone to ruin your baby. So they're like, all right, well, you have to go, you know? Um, 
So I think that along this journey, it allowed us to build a backbone of our own to understand what we're looking for, what our people yeah. are looking for, and how we want to go about making that happen. Yeah. You know, so yeah, we, yeah. we kind of fill our roles. We're struggling a lot with, oh, with sure. people. We're struggling a lot with uh, figuring out the technology only because we don't have the budget to do it in a way that is, you know, going to be easy on us. Uh, we have to try and figure out other ways, other solutions to implement what we want. Mm -hmm. That's cost effective because we're not millionaires yet. So no, and I mean, we're far from it, you know? So the, although it's a struggle, it's, it's fun going through it because we're learning as we go. And we, are faced with issues that can potentially have the same solution. So I'm glad that we went through this because now that we're getting something similar, we know how to deal with it, but also at the same time, it opens our minds to be, um, I, I know I just said open, but more open with how to resolve a problem and understand that I'm better at some things in some areas, you're better at some things in some areas. Let me just hand this off and have you figure this out yeah. and I'll be just along for the ride, you know? Yeah, so I think the takeaway is struggles make us stronger. And we've definitely struggled a lot, but we've learned a lot from those struggles. So we can look back and appreciate those struggles now, but while we were going through them, oh, it's hard <laughs> to, to be in that mindset. You're just like, ah, oh, when is this going to be over? Yeah. Like there were times where we didn't know if we were going to get past it. Yeah. You know, like we really got, uh, not, I wouldn't say, what's that? Um, not depressed. Discouraged. Discouraged. Thank you. Um, we really got discouraged because it got to the point where it was like, well, we don't have any more money or we yeah. have very little money left and we don't know if we're going to get through this. And sometimes we had to pull out the stops ourselves where we ended up working on it ourselves. You know what I mean? And how doing something like that ended up making us stronger people. Cause yeah. we're like, Oh, we figured this out, you know, after hours of messing with it, because we didn't like the outcome that so-and-so gave us, or we knew that there was some way of doing it, we, able, we were able to do it. We spent a lot of time doing a lot of research online, reading a lot of documentations, and learning how it should be done, especially when it came to the Stripe integration. Yeah. Uh, that was a beast of a project, but we got through it, and now we have this really <laughs> kick-ass invoicing system Yeah, professionally designed. So if you're looking to get paid and you want an online digital way of being paid and you want it branded as yourself or your company, uh, Task Ruler has a really great invoicing tool to get that taken care of. Yeah, and we do the white labeling kind of free of charge. Yeah, we don't even it's do, all included. Yeah. It's all included. Um, you know, the, the great thing about the things that we went through is that now we're at a point where we have been dealing with developers and other people so much that since we didn't like their answers, we ended up going in there ourselves and doing it. Like just last week, you and I have been messing around with the code and 
doing whatever we want to make it look pretty. So we figured out between ourselves that we're just going to give it to the developer. And as long as they make it work, great. But if there's like any small nuances, we can take care of that ourselves. Yeah. We don't have to go back to the developer. And that was the problem is going back, that whole going back and forth process. We figure that out too. Yeah. Yeah. So we built a system that allows us to make our own changes and publish those changes live. So oh, now, no. yeah. So now we don't need someone to make small you know, little changes that would, that only take five minutes Yeah, and that they would do for like well, a week <laughs> to take care of. And it's like, it ends up to being like 150, 200 bucks. Yeah. So we're saving know? a lot of money there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now we're not saying that if you decide to go into business yourself, that you need to pick up all of these things to do. I mean, in the beginning, you might have to, and then let's face it, there's not a lot of things that you're not going to know everything. So yeah, you may need help, but Ultimately, what we're saying is see if you can figure it out, uh, what's going on, so that as you're going through this struggle of yours, you know the wording, you know who you need to talk to, you know how to get the point across so that they understand that you have a level of understanding of what you're doing. Um, so... All right. Uh, we've got a, a few minutes left. Yeah. You talked about past struggles. You want to talk about a struggle we're going through right now? Do I, you I, mean like in task ruler or just in life? Um, we can start with task ruler. <laughs> um, so with task ruler, we, we're, we're at the point now where we have a good enough application that, um, you know, we are making enhancements to that application right now, but it's good enough that we can finally feel good about it. Yeah. And um, so we can kind of set that aside and focus on what we're really struggling with, which is marketing. Uh, awareness and um, just getting the word out is a lot of work. Um, it, it requires a lot of time spent on social media, a lot of time spent writing articles, blogs, content, because it's all about content, really. The more yeah. content we generate, the better. That's why we're doing this. Uh, we're, 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 <laughs> yeah. we're generating content, but at, but at the same time, we're documenting the process. So that's what this all is. And um, the whole, uh, what is it? The, the agency that we went with for content. Yeah. We were so angry having to go back and forth with them that, we just took whatever they made and this just stored it away. And then what we ended up doing is I ended up um, writing some blogs and stuff myself and my SEO score ended up being better than theirs. Yeah. <laughs> and they were supposed to be the professionals at SEO. You know, so I think it's just all about, as cliche as it sounds, determination. Like if you want this to work, it's going to happen. Um, it might take time, but we're in it together. We've been in it since day one, and we're going to see this to the end and see what happens. Um, you know, so I am looking forward to what the future has to bring. I feel like where we are now, um, probably in the next couple of months, where it's it's going to be a vast jump, you know, because we're going to have a few more things done. We're going to be able to give it to um 
the agency that we're working with and they're gonna help us get it out there. Um, so we're very excited to make sure that we get this done. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And we'll get it done. I mean, we're, we're already getting it done. Uh, we've come so far already, farther than I um, thought we were gonna go. Uh, to be honest, I, I didn't think we'd get this far this soon. I thought this version of Task Cooler was going to take a lot longer to build, but here we are. Yeah, you know, and the funny thing was is that it was very exciting to get to this version. And we were worried because of money, because of time. Um, and then we released it back in 2021 in the week of um, the July 4th. And we were like, let's just get it out there and let's just see what happens. And since then, we've been improving on it. And now it's going to go through some serious improvements, which, by the way, you know, stay tuned for that. We're going to be updating our page more and more often with the things that we're doing and showing images and stuff like that. And what would help would be any feedback that you guys have after reading or looking at it. Uh, we're building this for you guys. We want to make sure that whatever we put out there that it's easy for you to use. So tune in next week at 2 p.m. Eastern. That's 11 a.m. Pacific Standard. If you enjoyed the podcast and would like to support our journey, please share and follow us on all social media accounts. Just look for Task Ruler. And if you're interested in learning about Task Ruler and how we can help you make market and manage your business, head over to taskruler.com and sign up for a 14-day trial. Also, our first 300 subscribers are eligible to become a founding member, which comes with lifetime benefits, exclusive offers, and best of all, your rate never changes no matter how much we grow. Well, thanks for listening to Becoming a Task Ruler. Once again, I'm William Fretz. And I'm Eric Alves. And we'll catch you on the next episode.